This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, this week's parasha, there's a collection, Kali Yisrael uh, donating their own money to build a Mishkan. And we discussed different halachim, why? Today, we want to discuss something in short, but it's very, very relevant to today. And that is, that a Yid has to know that unlike in the material world, in Yiddishkeit, in Judaism, in Ruchnius, in spirituality, it's impossible to get anywhere without working hard. Without working hard. In Ruchnius, you can't get anywhere, you can't attain Madrigas without working hard. In the material world, some people never work so hard and they're not successful. Some people buy a lottery ticket and they win, they win tens of millions of dollars. And these are my Shemachalyam. I know so many people that studied and went in and out of college for years and years and years until they made it, and then they didn't hardly earn anything. And a lot of people, after the whole degree, they did something else with it, which had nothing to do with what they studied, and they made a lot of money. In, in the material world, it's not, you don't necessarily have to work hard. But in Yiddishkeit, to attain Madregas and Ruchni is where the odds are against us. We, we have a body, and the body is lazy. And uh, you've got to work, you've got to conquer, or you've got to. Yiddishkeit is work. Yiddishkeit is hard work. A person works hard for his money. When he takes his money and he donates his money to the Mishkan, when he takes his money, what he's worked hard, and he donates that to the Mishkan, so that means that he realizes and appreciates that working hard is something spiritual. Working hard is, a spirit, is, is something spiritual. Because only in the world of spirituality can you only get somewhere if you work hard, if you're tircha. And that's why the Mishkan was a place of avoida. Avoida means work. Avoida is hard work. The Mishkan was a place of avoida. We find in the Mishkan that the Kohanim was reason. The Kohanim were running. They were fast. There was a lot to do. Yiddish guide is... There's a lot to accomplish, there's a lot to do, there's a lot to, you know, in order to grow Adam la'omal yulat, and a person is created to toil, and the chazal go on, it was it to toil for this, was it to toil for that? The conclusion is that it's la'omal a person, a person has to work hard in Torah and in mitzvahs and anything. That's what we're doing here in this world. You cannot get anywhere without working hard. And this is what the Mishkan showed us. This, that's why they had to collect money from the people. Like the Svarim say that when a person works hard for his money, then he gives his money away to Tzedakah. That's a very big madriga. Why? Because he's showing that really work, hard work is really belongs to the spiritual world. So he gives the, the product of his hard work away. There's an unbelievable Aracham HaKadosh in this week's parasha, a beautiful Aracham HaKadosh. Aracham HaKadosh says that the end of the list of all the nations that were required Tcheles, on this wall, that wall, gold, silver, copper, whatever, right at the end of the list is Avnei Shoyam, Avnei Meluim, which means the stones, the precious stones for the Choshen, for the breastplate of the Kohen Godel and for the shoulders to hang it. The, the, those precious stones are at the end of the list. Why are they in the end of the list? They're very precious. They're probably worth more than blue wool and purple wool. So why, 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 why are they at the end of the list? But the answer is because our Ham Kodesh says something beautiful. He says that the Gemara brings down in Yuma that where did they get those precious stones from? The clouds brought those precious stones. The clouds brought them. It says that our Ham Kodesh, these stones came to the Jewish people without them working hard for it, without them getting it, without any tircha. They didn't have to bother themselves, didn't have to bother themselves in order to get this. So Therefore, he said, that's why they're lacking in that importance. They're lacking in that mila of working hard to get it. And therefore, they're at the end of the list. So you see that working hard. The Mishkan was to teach us that you can only attain things in spirituality only if you work hard. And the truth is, we're living today in a society that's basically preaching in a way just the opposite. 
Because there's people that Taka work very hard in their businesses, not because they need the money, because they're, you know, they're enterprising and they find they you know, they, they enjoy working hard. When it comes to Ruchnius, you see that people are trying to make learning Torah easier and easier and easier and easier. You know, besides, it's, it's a good, you know, the art scroll and, 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 and uh, whatever, these things are allowing people that would have never learned Gemara to learn Gemara or somebody's learned the Masech that he needs to do a quick Chazar. It's got its milers, but the idea is it's no limit to where it's gone. You take all the Svarim and different Torah on the, on, on the parasha, which are not so difficult to learn it from the original text. And they've got Biurim and commentaries and explanations below and below and below. And they're making things so easy that it's making it more difficult. Sometimes when you make something so easy, you're making it more difficult. It's easier to, to learn it from the text. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a culture of, or, 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 or it comes to learning a Dafiyemi. So Dafiyemi takes a long time to learn a Daf properly. It takes a long time. So it used to be a minimum of an hour. And now they have, you know, now you have a Dafiyemi in 10 minutes. And 15 minutes and 12 minutes there's a racing record who can learn the daf in the shortest amount of time and I've heard somebody one of my Tamil told me he says yeah you know he learns he listens to this and this share why because they do the daf in 15 minutes like that's not what Torah you don't grow like that it's better than nothing but you don't grow like that you only grow if you put time if you put your energy if you work hard if it's a tircha for you and that's you know th- this is really how you grow you know even Shabbos a day like Shabbos which is a day of menucha Shabbos is a day of rest but if you look at Sadiqim <laughs> what their rest is on Shabbos they learn different types they learn things which are deeper they learn things which are thing. there's a very big Indian to get up early Shabbos morning the Hasidim get up early Shabbos morning because the hours the early hours of Shabbos morning are, are worth so much. In other words, it's not that we don't sleep through the whole Shabbos. It's just a different type. It's a menucha. It's a different type. It's a more menucha type of learning. Some, some tzaddikim learned less of Torah Shabbat Peh. They learned less Gemara because Gemara is full of arguments and full of this and full of that. And they learned deeper things, you know, things which are more not straightforward, the things that flow more, relearning the Zoya, things that flow. But it's not a time. Yiddishkeit is not just based on taking things easy. Yeah, and the same thing, you know, same thing is with mitzvahs. A lot of people today as a culture, you look, um, I don't know, there's so many, so, you know, so many different examples, but even, even mitzvahs, you know, people, um, a mother used to have to, you buy a chicken to cook for Shabbos, so she had to buy the chicken, she had to take it to the shoichet, and then she, she herself had to take all the feathers, she had to clean and wash them, rinse the blood, and, and, you know, until she could put a piece of chicken on the table, it was a big tercha, it was a very big tercha. You know, today you just buy it already, it's all cut for you. I'm saying these are good, these, are, these some of these things are good things, but it mustn't become a culture where a person should look and seek to make Yiddishkeit, to make Judaism as easy as possible and as light as possible. It's not supposed to be. You can't grow like that. You know, people ask the Yiddish mothers. The Yiddish mothers work very hard. Today they, today, today they buy everything ready, so they're spending too much time learning Torah, which they're not commanded to. <laughs> but uh, but, but well, back, in, back in the day, they worked very hard. What did the Yiddish mother do? Do you know what it means to put a meal on the, to put some food on the table? Do you know what it means to get flight? Do you know what it meant to, you know meant to change a diaper? <laughs> All these things took hours. And today everything is becoming, everything is becoming so easy that they're so bored, they're left to learn. <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 but the, the, the idea is, we're not supposed to, Yiddishkeit wasn't created to, to, be, to, 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 be easy, to be the easy way out. Yiddishkeit is a voida. Yiddishkeit is working hard. Yiddishkeit is working a voida. And if a person doesn't work hard, he won't grow. He won't grow, he won't grow, he won't be able to be into his learning. It's in the entire person learns the duff in 15 minutes, he learns the duff, he takes the quickest duff, he share 20 minutes. He's not going to grow, he's gaining information, which he probably will forget a day later. But, 
but you're not growing as a person. You're not breaking yourself. You're not. The whole idea of the Mishkan was we brought up a korban. The goof is lazy, and you brought up a korban. That means I'm bringing up my goof. I don't want. I don't want the goof to be to, to, to bring me to laziness. On the contrary, that's why the kainim was zrizim. They were the opposite of laziness because they were busy bringing up the korbanos. They're busy burning up the goof, <laughs> burning up the goof in order to, in order to enable a person to be to to be fast, to be active, to be. And that's and that's the whole. But that that's the zel umazel of what Achashverosh tried to do. And in, in the story of Purim, uh, the Megillah begins. What did Achashverosh do? He took the kalim from the base of Migdash, which the base of Migdash was a place to work hard, and he made a mishteh and a suda. Sit back, relax. We'll serve you. You will serve you Jews with the tastiest and the choicest of foods, and it's all kosher. You know, it's like the guy that, that, that boasts. He says, you know, I'm taking some guys out to the restaurant. A kosher restaurant's got a good hersha. So you know, somebody told me recently. You know, it says you know, it's a winter matzah shabbos. You know. It's Hours, hours. So he says, you know what? I did a chesed. I took some guys out to a restaurant. Took some yeshiva bachim out to a restaurant. How do, why does that take the whole matzah Shabbos? Well, till we get there, until we sit down, until we choose the table, until we choose the menu, until we choose the menu. It was kosher, and and you know, was, I, I took them to a good hersha, etc. So nice, very nice. But that's the idea of trying to make Judaism light. Trying to make Judaism easy, trying to make Judaism—it's all in the name of Hersha. Also, the Sud of Achashverosh had a good Hersha. Mashtiyah Kados Kados Shel Torah. Everything there was—it was also a Hersha over there. And you had Motchat Tzadik, who was the best Mashkiach in the world, and and uh, everything was kosher. But it's a type of culture of Yiddishkeit. Relax, take it easy. Yeah, it's kosher. It's going to be kosher. Relax, take it easy. Slow, <laughs> spend time, just sit doing nothing. But it's all kosher, you know. So we're from. So it frumps, it's all kosher. So you can sit a whole matzah Shabbos in a restaurant. I remember years and years ago, I was, I was teaching in a few yeshivas, I was teaching a few masachas a day, I was getting crazy. So, so then I was offered yet another job. So I asked Amshan and Rebbe, what should I do? He said, yeah, take on another job. I said, well, how do So the Rebbe said to me, the Rebbe said to me, he says, you know, he says, Rebbe Shmiel, he says, matzah Shabbos, you have four hours on a winter matzah Shabbos to prepare shit. So you can prepare, you can prepare Shion for the week Matzah Shabbos. In other words, it's talking about somebody that's got it all organized that he can use, utilize time. You have such a Matzah Shabbos, you can prepare Shion, you can learn for hours, you can learn for hours on end. You know, Yiddishkeit is, so the whole Sudas of Achashverosh, the whole story of Purim came about uh, trying to make a light and easy way of Judaism. From Judaism, religious Judaism, but light and easy without hard work. And that goes against Mamish, everything that Mishkan stood for. That goes against everything that, 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 that that Yiddishkeit, Yiddishkeit stands for. And that's why Dafka and Purim, we're busy the whole day. There's no time to breathe on Purim. And it says you should try to learn a bit before because there's no time to learn. You're just running with the Shlachmanus and you're giving out stucco all the time. And you've got a Mishnah and you've got a Suda and there's so many people coming. You give stucco to everybody, sticks his hand up. It's such a busy day. It's such a hectic day, Purim. It's such a hectic day. And then all off is running. You haven't eaten properly. Then you get into this mean, you drink and you get drunk. It's such a crazy day, but it's an active day. It's a day that's full. It's a day that's full. And that's the opposite of the Sudas Achashverosh, which was in trying to introduce us to a light Judaism, a light a religious Judaism, a Judaism that's light. It's according to halacha. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different halachas from also that are written today that, you know, give it like, like, like give a certain feeling of lightness to, you know, to halacha. We're not always interested in, we're not always interested in looking for the biggest heta. You know, we want, we want, we want, we want to avoid us Hashem. We want to work. We want to work. And that, that's the, that, that's the, that's the that's the Mishkan, that's the Avoida, that's the Avoida that was built. So Hashem should help us that we should be Zerichem and Hashem to prepare ourselves for Purim, to prepare ourselves for these parishes of the Mishkan by realizing that Avoida Hashem is not, is not easy, it's not meant to be easy, but it, therefore it's a source of growth. And the more difficult it is, especially at the beginning, the more you're going to grow. And Tachlis, at the end of the day, the most important thing is 
Yes, to grow and to grow into something, to, 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 to grow and to become a Nashim Gadolim. Yidin have so much potential. We should be Zorichah to utilize our potential, and then we'll be Zorichah to the Gula Shleim of Mehera Amen. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.